Hit it. I think you're good. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Three Wheel Bicycle. Week 47. Happy Friday, everybody. How is everybody? Hope everybody? Everyone's week is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Bad from Casper, Wyoming. Yeah, that's what? right. Casper, Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said Casper. Right? Not Colfax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Uh, yeah, so I'm one of the co- I'm one of the hosts, uh, CV, and we got Jake Chia, and we got somebody else new. Yeah, I guess this week. Yeah, it's Eric Vollmer. Uh, you might know me as SRH Soldier or SRH Gamer on Twitch and Twitter. Also of Team Saison. I'm official core member of Team Saison Protocol. Copy that. Uh. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, we're happy to have you on the show. Yes, super um, cool. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll just get into like the local stuff, and then we'll uh, get into all this rad shit that you were talking about before the Yeah, we can talk show. about it. Yeah. Stop it, dude. Dude, you know what? It's going to be a long night. It is, it is. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, on June 26th, um, there is a juvenile diabetes fundraiser out of Alcoba. Uh, it starts at 11 a.m. and goes to 8 p.m. It's at Oakland Beach. And uh, Jason Ford's going to be out there. Joey Patterson's going to be out there. Ukulele Turk's going to be out there. From Ashton Stone's going to be out Where's there. Where is Hold on. I'm not even done oh. yet. Uh, advised Against is going to be out there and the fucking Shivers dude. With? With a live painting from uh, Stacy Howard. Super badass. Yeah, June 26th. <sighs> yeah, I know. That's the Comic Con. When day. does it start? <laughs> Comic Con shuts down at like 5, doesn't it? Yeah, I I think so. We'll make it. Yeah. We read our own booth. Whoa, fuck yeah. Dude. Well, the other thing, I gotta, I'm got i going to Wisconsin. 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 Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so if you want to know more about that, talk to Andy Thull or Christine Heinchen. Sorry if I butchered your name. I apologize. Uh, but uh, yeah, and the other thing we got going on uh, tomorrow at 8 a.m., uh, Yellowstone um, Garage downtown. Yeah. They're having a uh, Cruising with the old car show. Yeah, yeah, and it starts. Yeah, it starts at eight a.m. or whatever. I'm sure it goes on longer than that. Like, I think eight a.m. is like the kickoff they got. Uh, it's hash browns and hot dogs, like breakfast with all the uh, stuff. I'm sure they're gonna have some cool shit. <coughs> really good hash browns. Yeah. And the last thing that I saw, I went to check out C85 Pump Room. Um, they're having their first annual um, summer um, Aloha, Luau. Make sure how you say that. Sounds uh, like festive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're going to have like a pig roast and you know, there's going to be bands and stuff. That is actually Saturday, June 26th as well. <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of stuff on. going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, go check out that C85 pump room if you haven't. It's, we didn't really try the food or anything. It's on the NAR. It's on the NAR bar. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> hey, you know what? Quit fucking back. He's pissing the wall. He's been coming to So I can't get that shit. Yeah. Fucker. And I guess the last thing for uh, kind of the local stuff is uh, congratulations to all the graduates. Yeah, actually cool. Way cool. Congratulations, guys. Man, that's crazy. I got a kid doing that here in a couple of years. Just like, that's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. right behind that's another one going. It's like, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my little brother is going tonight. He graduated. 
my little brother George. Oh, way Congratulations. Cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Good George. Hey. Well, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in, Chad. What's up, yep. my brother? Love you, dude. Uh, he says happy birthday to Riley. Corey, the real story. What's up, man? Eric Judge. Uh, Deborah. Oh, hey. So, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah, yeah. happy yeah. Friday. Yeah. And actually, to correct real quick, it's my little brother, Jesse. Well, I still have time to correct that. Oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> My little brother, George, is actually picking my daughter up to uh, take him there right now. So, oh, a little yeah. mix up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, it would have came up at like a family supper. Oh, man. Yeah. I gotta kind of save myself a <laughs> We'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> we edit stuff. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so um, let's let's hear it, man. Let's let's hear the gig. Like, the well, yeah. What do, you, what do you do? Let's talk yep. about what you do. Your brand, uh, all the good stuff. Let's hear about it. Well, um, first, I guess uh, probably the best thing to do for. Uh, Introducing everybody that might not be familiar with crypto is to start where I got introduced. I got introduced to cryptocurrency back in 2010, and that's when they were still doing Silk Road. I don't know if you guys are familiar not with it. I didn't even know it was no. around that long. I thought it's been like, heard Bitcoin back like four or five years ago. Yeah, whatever. And we're still very uh, infantile as far as mainstream adoption, but uh, uh -huh. back in 2010, and even even before that, there was Hashcash before it was perfected, and you know they came out with the Bitcoin. And one of the first big things that everybody was doing with Bitcoin was Silk Road, and it was a dark web website. Like you had to okay. use Tor, the Onion router. I got a favor, real quick, like for our listeners and for us, like the most basic way you can explain crypto. It's real quick, like. Your idiot's guy, super dummies, fucking kind of bullshit. Crypto, like real quick. Crypto, I mean, it's it's as real as like you want it to be. There is a lot of uses, mainly uh, crypto. When you think about it, encryption, cryptography. That's where it all came from. So it is basically an encoded transaction that's on a permanent ledger. When you're speaking of regular Bitcoin, that way you can keep track of transactions at all time. But the work ultimately comes from basically almost being at this point, like the gold establishment. The use of Bitcoin right now, it's so expensive for a transaction that actually trying to spend Bitcoin isn't like the most useful thing to do. You're gonna be charged a whole lot of fees, but the idea behind these cryptocurrencies was to be able to make transactions and keep sure everything's authentic, be able to track the transactions, know that like your money is secure and by secure, I mean also like when you're holding on to it, it's only as secure as like the exchange you hold it on to. I do recommend if you get into it, look at cold storage wallets. You're going to want to look up like a Ledger Nano or something to keep everything on. Your money is never safe on an exchange because it can be rugged, it can be hacked. But So like, <clears throat> let me get this straight because it's kind of like a layman's terms kind of thing. Yeah. Just, but like, so... Hey man, can I borrow five bucks from you? Do you just like fucking kind of like PayPal type shit? Is that like kind of how that works? It's super similar. Uh, nowadays, I mean, back in the day, every cryptocurrency basically had to have their own wallet. Nowadays, with we've got like the uh, Binance Smart Chain, we've got the Ethereum blockchain. Basically, you can actually tie a crypto into their chain and then hold your crypto on either MetaMask or Trust Wallet are two of the big wallets right now. And so basically, yeah, if I wanted to send you $5 worth of a currency, I could have you download MetaMask. And then basically after you have your account set up, it's going to give you 12 C words. And you're going to want to keep those C phrases super safe because basically those are the way that you can get back into your wallet if you ever lose your password, lose your keys. Um, and that's what's going to save you. You're going to get a lot of phishing people trying to get your 12 C words. But once you've got that app, you make sure you're secure. Then you can just copy the address or even set up a QR code. I can scan it off of your phone and I can go in there and I can send my currency over, over to you basically based off your address. Plus what it, you know, whatever gas fees you might have based on the chain. Like you're going to be paying in BNB if you're using like a Binance Smart Chain coin and you'll be paying in Ethereum gas fees if you're on the Ethereum blockchain. So why is this shit so attractive to celebrities? They just couldn't afford to just 
gamble on it? Is that what it is? I really, I really do things too. Like um, it that, sounds like gambling to me. A lot of currencies nowadays, there are hundreds coming out every day. A lot of that stuff is a gamble. That's why I say, uh, and I probably should start right here, that anything I mention on this podcast is not financial advice. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. we're just um, going to clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say that myself every morning, make sure I know that. But basically, um, yeah, a lot of the want and everything comes from people getting into new projects. There's basically anything you can think of as a project that's out there. You've got anything from crypto-powered, like, Instagram-style applications. You've got just different forms of social media where people can tip you or if they like your comments, you get a crypto for it, like Steam it. Um, so if somebody would, like, like a comment or something like that, like, during, like, our live feed or whatever... Somebody could actually shoot us cash? Or yes, yes. Cash. You would actually, yeah, you'd be getting money kind of like uh, on a Twitch. You can go on to Twitch and you can tip people with bits. Oh. And like you buy the bits and whatnot. Except for this is to where it's actually going to be fueled where they can tell within the smart chain itself. Like this comment has a bunch of likes. And then the platform can read the likes and actually reward you without even having to take it out of people's pockets. It's yeah, just built into true. the chain itself. Huh, that's fucking it is. Just get paid to fucking fuck around on media pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, there's something for everything. Um, the big thing with uh, Bitcoin was, you know, secure transactions, making sure your cash is secured, making sure when you send things over, it's secured. Ethereum kind of took that over and they really introduced, like, the smart contracts. And that's where you start getting your NFTs, which are the non-fungible tokens that I'm sure a lot of people have been hearing about lately. I know the uh, WWE just released NFTs for The Undertaker, and they're exclusive moments that, you know, you can only, it's, each one's authenticated, mm -hmm. and there's like a gold, a platinum, and your bronze level, and I think the person that brought the bought the platinum actually got an all-expense-paid trip to uh, WrestleMania this year for buying it, gotcha. so you can tie all sorts of neat things and contracts to it as well. Huh. So one of the things that do remember, like, I haven't really followed this shit at all, like, so whatever, but... I do remember a while back, like, when Bitcoin started kind of hitting the airwaves and shit. <laughs> like, the big knock with the governments about it was, like, you could pretty much buy arms from Saudi Arabia and China and fucking it's not tracked or anything like that. That's a big thing that they were all freaked out about. I'm glad you actually mentioned that, because going back to uh, that Silk Road that I was talking about earlier... Is back then around 2010, 2011, there was a group called Silk Road that you would access through the Onion router, and you could buy anything from drugs to guns to ah, assassinations. Yeah. yeah, that was other shit. Jeez. You could get on the black market and use your crypto to buy fucking mm -hmm. heroin and fucking yeah, anything you wanted was just out shut there. Your house in fucking mm -hmm. China. And the people, really, I guess, the people that were doing that kind of stuff didn't realize or didn't care to read. We've got a lot of people that. You should always do your own research. Always see what something's trying to perform. One of the most important cases with crypto is a use case. If something doesn't have a use case, then, I mean, what's the use? Literally. So, but all these people were like, oh, well, I can log on over here to Tor. I can get on Silk Road. I can buy these drugs. Well, Bitcoin itself is a giant ledger. If somebody were to send me a Bitcoin right now and I wanted to take the time, I could go back and trace every transaction from every fraction of the Bitcoin that was sent to me. I could tell you that you bought a hooker in Tijuana in 2012. Cool. Like it's, <laughs> it's all traced on the blockchain. And I mean, that's just like one of the things that happened is uh, Silk Road ended up getting shut down. A lot of people that made those transactions, they were easy to track because it was a private ledger. And I mean, the government was able to actually like follow that ledger and squash everybody. And I mean, there are cryptos that do try to be like trans, like um, you know, translucent almost, where you can't see it. Like, and there's things right. like coin mixers and whatnot to try to get around that. But uh -huh. ultimately, everything is traceable. Right. Yeah. If it's on that side, it's traceable. Right. So we kind of touched on it a little bit before the show, and maybe explain to the people like me what really like what I got out of it was like. The whole reason why people do this is because our dollar is so fucked up anyway. Yeah, 100%. Is that truth? Like, we're just losing faith in Bitcoin. And what I did notice about Bitcoin, anytime the S word, the stimulus, got brought up, that shit went through the roof. It did. Like people because they're just borrowing, borrowing 
trillions of dollars out of thin air. Like, you know what? They can do it. We can fucking buy memes, you know? Oh, 100%. It's not, it's not backed on gold or anything. It's just backed on faith that we actually fucking believe the dollar is worth something. But exactly. actually, the only reason why those checks are worth something is because we thought it was necessary, which it was. Everybody's out of work. So therefore, the only worth was the necessity. It wasn't the faith in the fucking dollar. It's just exactly. a tank. It tanked a long time ago. Like, I don't know. People are ready to get out of that, go to something that's more lucrative. And then yeah. that's why basically Bitcoin right now, they call that the digital gold. I mean, we, yeah. I don't know. I do, you probably know this shit too, but I do remember hearing like the reserve switch, but like not being backed by gold. Like, what is it backed by? I don't know. Honestly, if you ask me, I think if they broke maybe. into Fort Knox, there'd be no gold. Maybe some alien technology. That's where the That's real Area 51 is. Some fucking <laughs> dude with a gun. And like, uh, uh, they're never going to check here because obviously there's no money. Hide the aliens here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking aliens, man. But no, yeah, I got a tweet earlier from, uh, I mean, we'll give credit to Rise so, here. Travis. And the tweet came, uh, these scam coins are getting crazy. Someone shilled to me one today. It has a $27 trillion or $27 trillion market cap, uh, $20 trillion in circulation, unlimited supply cap, one node, 25% of supply was minted in the last six months, and 1% of holders own 30%. Just kidding, that's the US dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if any crypto were to try to go based off of that, they're not going to do well. We, we have coins like stable coins. And the stable coins are pegged mostly to a dollar. They'll fluctuate by like just decimals. But we do make coins that are pegged to the dollar. So that way, if you're on a site and you're trading, say you're on BitMart or Binance or whatever you're trading and buying your crypto, and all your money's in Bitcoin, but you know it's going to crash. You know it's going to go down. You want to pull out. So you can pull out and actually put your money into the USDT stable coin and know that whatever that value of that coin is always going to peg right around a dollar. And then you can use that to buy back in. It's basically a crypto version of USD. Uh, dude, he said pull out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> pull out. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> My couch pulls out, but I don't. Jesus. <laughs> too funny, too funny. Oh, what else you got? You got anything else? You got anything else? <laughs> Let's see, we touched on Silk Road, which, I mean, that was a really fun one. And, I mean, it's it was crazy. You really could get just anything you wanted off of there. Just people didn't really follow the instruction. What was going on there? So, like, okay. Say I go buy heroin from some fucking Chinese guy, which I was saying not going to do. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, but whatever. let's see. <laughs> uh, I got better shit to do with my money. Uh, so I send the guy the man. I fucking forgot, dude. If I send if I send money to you, like that was a stupid fucking question. I already know the answer to it. Obviously, I would get, I'd get ripped off. I say you, money. I mean, yeah, that's what you Give me all the money you want, dude. What you got? Let's try that in real life. This is pretty good stuff. What's up, Levi? I'm a colored kid. What's happening? Yeah, basically all that was trackable. Um, then we got into smart contracts, so you could buy crypto kitties, different things like that back in the day. And people started realizing, especially lately, there's a huge NFT boom, which what an NFT is, is a non-fungible token. And you can basically authenticate it by like being, you create that token saying, this is one of a kind. Like you will always know where it originated from, who the artist was, however many like were available. And you can, you know, just basically sell your art and always have credit for it. It's like, you know, you could have the Mona Lisa, somebody could repaint it and claim it. But if somebody rips off your NFT, you'll always know which one the authentic one is by like being able to trace it on the blockchain. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's, it's a really great tool for, uh, for artists. Also, uh, I was gonna say back, uh, back in 2014 was when, when I really started getting strong into crypto because 
I almost bought 300 bitcoins because I was going to purchase something off of Silk Road. We're just not going to say what. Uh, <laughs> Hooker! <laughs> but yeah, I was going to make a purchase and I, I kind of wish that I would have bought it because, I mean, me back then, yeah. I started a. I started seeing everybody kind of getting cracked out on, and I was honestly a little afraid that the FBI was going to bust in my door just for owning Bitcoin. Yeah. And, I mean, even with government regulations right now, it's always been such a gray area thing that it's just, it's hard to, you know, people that don't know how they're going to get taxed, and, people, like, the government keeps changing how we want to tax it, what, what it is, or if it's even legal. Like, there's been a lot of companies that were shut down for being illegal ICOs because it turns out they were securities because of the way that they carried out their plans. So like the white papers and everything are becoming more and more increasingly important. Because I still just should have asked you. You're not allergic to dollars, are you? Oh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, no too worries. late now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, in 2014, I got involved with uh, Bitcoin Plus. Um, I was basically me and the developer at the time, and I took over and helped uh, build the community. And one of the coolest things about Bitcoin Plus is I did leave at the end of 2014 after buying 500 million Dogecoins that I'll throw in that I don't have anymore. God, I really wish I did. <laughs> but I left in 2014. I built a really strong community with Bitcoin Plus. And it's kind of cool because a lot of coins from 2014 don't exist anymore. A lot of them went under. They didn't follow through. And So then you're just essentially fucked then, right? Exactly. You got to really kind of pay attention. Um, there's a lot of coins or exchanges that shut down, and if you didn't get to them by a certain date, like whatever money you had invested, it's gone. Like I had several exchanges that were shut down. I missed the cutoff to grab any of my coins out of them. But like, you know, shout out to Bitcoin Plus because the community took that over, and they're still running today. Like that yeah. is still a valid cryptocurrency that's still going. Yeah. And so seeing them that they were still going, I decided that. I, you know, I wanted to get back into crypto again this year, and I found a young currency right now. They're only about two and a half months old. They're about just a little less than a month old when I found them, and that's when I stumbled upon a SaySun protocol. And I really liked what they were aiming for. SaySun protocol, like what, they're, what we're working on is towards green energy solutions and rewarding people for using green energy for using solar panels. Yes, you know, ethanol. Well, no, right. the fucking turbine <laughs> oh, that yes, sets the car that, to, uh, that recharges your fucking hybrid battery. Right? Just, you know, yeah, all these, we have tons of technology that we could use, but yeah. I mean, don't, don't try to come out with anything too cool because you might, you know, end up uh, taken out by our government. They don't like that if you get too far ahead of them. You're like, whoa. <laughs> Great. We have the fucking government. <laughs> 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 You're welcome. The spookies, man. Yeah. The fucking spookies. <laughs> oh, speaking of. I was I was gonna do some research. I'll probably do it next week. Uh, what do they call them? Like shadow people or whatever. There's some pretty weird shit that I. I am familiar with the shadow people. Yeah. That's bad. Yes. Well, <laughs> Not familiar with that one personally yeah. on a personal level, but I am familiar with the shadow people. I've heard of the meth <laughs> shadow people. Oh yeah. Like, but people being up for ten years. No, there's like some kind of. Not really off the top of my head. I, I do know that I may have uh, ran across the path of some during a paper route at one time when I was uh, out of town. And basically uh, what I can say is I left my phone on a bench and I was doing a paper route. I just kind of stopped over at one of the parks and I uh -huh. sat down and everything. I left my phone on a bench. And when I realized I left it, when I got back on my route, I ran back right away to pick it up and... It was just like sitting in the middle of like a circle of rocks. And there was like nobody else around. It was just me pulled over. Like there was nobody at the site or anything. Crazy. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to go back and get my phone. Where, what is this? And I never really talked about it to this day. Yeah. Well, thanks for sure. That's pretty cool. Did I you throw that phone away? <laughs> I, was, I was actually training a fellow driver so they could actually vouch for the fact that it happened. I, uh. I may have like smudged it with a little bit of incense. I don't believe in that stuff, but at that point, he got to get to do something. Yeah. And Ghostbusters was not a big. I would have just put it. <laughs> I would have put it twice, man. Yeah. <laughs> Solves everything. It would have sucked yeah, the spirits right out of it. Dude, that's like how you fix your car too, man. Exactly. You just put it in rice. Drive yeah. into a rice factory. Crashed into a rice factory. Came out better. <laughs> <laughs> 
Only if it's a Japanese car. When I briefly like looked into it or whatever, it was from somebody had taken a picture like years and years ago. And they like caught one of them, but it was like this really tall black image and shit. But, uh, yeah. Kind of like Shaq. Yeah, kind of like Shaq, yeah. <laughs> in the background. Nobody could probably see him. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to do a little more research. So the people that actually um, consistently listen and watch the podcast, we fucking love you. Yeah, we do follow through. We do fucking love So we will, uh, yeah, talk about that next week. Shadow people. And, uh, oh, yeah, we got some other cool stuff happening, too, next week. Oh yeah, we got a cool little game. Yeah. We gotta find a cool guest. So yeah, we need. We're gonna have to get a guest. Though. Hopefully. Yeah. See if not, it'll be a yeah pretty short episode. We'll try to be past that. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, I'm sure he won't do it. But uh, we got uh, Ronnie Gonzalez at some point. He's gonna. Ron Gong. Yeah, he's gonna join us from that. Uh, but welcome to the fist fight. No, that's pretty cool shit. Welcome to this night. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> now what kind of show is it? Yeah. <laughs> I quit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Shadow people. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, we're gonna do a cool little segment if anybody wants to join me. Yeah. Like nobody watching or actually we're talking. Well, that's all right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do trivia. Yeah, we're gonna go up and down the table, just saying, it's like ask a question like every five minutes or so. If you lose, you take a shot. Yeah, huh? pass it on. Next I guess it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Should we do like maybe sports trivia? We're just grabbing a fucking deck of trivial pursuit yeah. cards or some shit. I don't know. Which yeah. we don't aren't sponsored by this. No, we should be. Though. And give out trivia. Oh, you know what, though? Is. <laughs> fuck Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah, hashtag <laughs> fuck Jeff Dunham. <laughs> mm. It's kind of loud. Take him off and shut him up. That's pretty much how we feel about Jeff Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, One day, I'm hopefully, I'll come on here. That would actually be awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> would we be fans or would we just blur out of the whole time? Well, I don't know. We did meet uh, Flash Gordon. Flash here at the Comic-Con. Flash Gordon. Yeah. He was, I don't know, what was your thoughts of Mr. Flash Gordon? Oh, Flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> Flash boredom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, he uh, didn't say a whole fucking a lot. You know, kind of took a picture and offered to buy like one of your paintings and he was like, cool later. Yeah. Yeah. Flash. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that wasn't that fast. It was kind of seen it. It was kind of cool though. Like, it reminded it reminded me of like the. Remember the movie Ted? Like, when they see him and they're just like, but like he came down and then he like right. fucking he turned and he like looked and he was like I'll be right there. Alright. Not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, he ain't going anywhere either. He was fucking hitting the cast for Comic Con. Yeah, true. Well I'm no sorry, offense. I'm not gonna pay forty dollars for your signature. Yeah, dude. He was like hitting on little chicks and stuff. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was weird. Yeah. Creepy old dude. Fuck yeah. Speaking of creepy old dudes. Why are you looking at me? Bro? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, I went to uh, Nate Green's uh, track day today. And uh, I ran into um, an old friend um, I used to work with at the motorcycle shop. And uh, he's like, hey, what do you do? You got kids here? I was like, oh, yes, sir, I do. He's like, oh. 
I'm just the creepy old guy sitting here staring at kids. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, he's, he's a really funny guy, but he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm a, I'm a grandpa now. It's like, oh, that's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. It's just crazy, like, when you don't, like, connect with people for a while, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I remember working at the fucking motorcycle shop. <laughs> I'm not even yeah, drinking <laughs> But now he's like doing insurance and stuff, you know, it's just kind of cool. Your mom does insurance. She does. Does he do those phone calls about the extended warranty? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> man, that would have been too That's it, man. <laughs> just walk up to his car one day, like, hey, I've been meaning to talk to you about your extended <laughs> 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 yeah, so that was pretty interesting. <laughs> creepy, creepy old guy. You want to hear some uh, back history on some shit? Or what? Fuck yeah. Per porcelain dolls. What? Yeah, weird. That was the last one I got in the email. Uh, porcelain dolls first became popular in the 1800s. They were made from a material called China and China. Maybe that's something you should ask. China. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and originated in Germany and France. Their nice. hairstyles and clothing featured um, on the dolls mirrored what fashionable women from these eras wore at the time. Oh, okay. They're European. So where was all the hair at? Was it on their head? Or how authentic was it? Some Europeans don't shake. I've never seen a porcelain doll with armpit hair, so I gotta say, I don't know if they're not authentic. <laughs> I just, just want to clear there. Like, uh, how accurate are these fucking things? Uh, let's see. Porcelain dolls were originally made to order by skilled doll makers. Um, well, yeah. I hope. Sorry, unskilled yeah. doll makers. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, so would yeah. you like to buy one of these shitty fucking dolls? Hashtag fuck Jeff Dunn. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the not skilled doll makers. Take that porcelain doll and stick it over Yeah, those are porcelain doll running. Is it running good? Run it up your ass. Yeah. Uh, today, porcelain dolls remain popular, but are generally considered a collector's item rather than a child's toy, which obviously makes sense. I mean, to me, they sound like a clever way to smuggle cocaine. You know what? I just fucking thought about it. It's not a porcelain doll, but I do have, I don't know where it's at, but I'll, I, when I fucking move shit around, I'll show them to you. They're, they're like glass fucking dolls that my grandma had. Like, they're not, like, shit like this, though. This kind of place thing got fucking busted. Man. Wasn't full of cocaine? Negative, negative. They were not the cocaine type. It was a total loss. <laughs> <laughs> well, for at least a way, you know what I mean? You yeah. <laughs> Taking up space. <laughs> Just kidding. Speaking of that, I probably should get them out. I guess to put them up or something. Yeah, you should. But, yeah, that's the... Porcelain dolls. Porcelain dolls. Back if anybody knew. Like, I mean, they're still 100% creepy. I don't know if that part was anywhere in the Yeah, it ain't though. fucking much worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> right there. You fucking great, uh, great grandma made that. I'm sorry. It is sorry. fucking From weird. the back, it kind of looks like Beaker. Yeah. What? Yeah. It kind of does. What's the if you want? <laughs> <laughs> like, your great it's grandma, bless her heart. Good. That thing fucking. Yeah, oh, yeah. Something yeah. just stares in her soul. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. You like voodoo and shit. Yeah. I mean, Stupid. Ultimate yes. Warrior can't even stand to look at it. Yeah. Jake's over in the corner, like, fuck this. Yeah. This guy's like, oh, my, my fucking ring is pretty hammered. Uh, good call, man. Speaking of fucking uh, Ultimate Warrior, did you watch The Dark Side of the Ring? I have not got to that episode really? yet. I, I did hear that they did not touch on his WCW days. Uh, not really. In there, really. Um, not really. It's yeah, because we watched it. Me and Dagan watched it this morning. It was kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah, like watching some of those documentaries and stuff. Man, like some of them dudes are like 
fucking dicks, man. You know? I'm not gonna touch on the ultimate warrior thing because I don't want to spoil it for you, but <laughs> hey, we can talk about that on the next show. Just <laughs> like, God damn, I'm sick of this fucking wrestling. I mean, it's all weird. Yeah. No, the weird thing is that zombie shit. Yeah, that <laughs> to me was a little borderline ridiculous. Thanks again, the Blue Tista. I don't even want to call you Batista. Blue Tista, thank you for that ridiculousness. Um, I mean, a lot of people called that like probably the worst thing to happen to professional wrestling in the last 10 years. So thank you. Right? Oh, uh, yeah. So that was his gimmick, I guess? Not gimmick, but... Like, oh, basically, uh, Batista's got a new, uh, some sort of zombie movie. I don't even know the name right now. Oh, but he's got he a new zombie movie on Netflix right now. Huh. So I will say the only cool thing about that is Tom Savini definitely had a hand in creating those zombies. Like, they were created well, but I mean, we're sitting here trying to legitimize the product, and you know, you're taking us back ten years by once again yeah. throwing stuff like that in there. Well, there was that one that was pretty crazy with, uh, I don't even remember the years or any shit like that, but you remember when they do the fucking, they'd actually box? The Tough one. Enough. Yeah. The tough Enough competition. Yes, um, I remember it was Bart Gunn yeah. that won the Tough Enough competition. And, I mean, it, originally, I don't mean, I don't think it was, it was supposed to be set up for Dr. Death Steve Williams to win the competition oh, because he was great. a big boxing dude and out of nowhere Bart Gunn ends up winning this competition only to go on to get knocked out by Butterbean in seconds. That's right. Yeah. And nobody ever saw him ever since. Yeah. Which is like pretty sad because that like fucked that dude's career over, essentially. You know? 100%. I mean, uh, we were I remember the smoking guns. They used to be pretty cool back in the day. Yeah. <coughs> and then the, the one went to fucking DX or whatever. Yeah, no, it's Road Daughter. Billy Gunn. That's right, yeah. Yep, he's turned into badass Billy Gunn. And yeah. Then his theme song was, was Mr. Ass. That's right. Yes. Shake his ass. That was the era where it was all like kind of sexual. Right. Shit. Yeah, it's sexual chocolate Mark Henry back then. Yeah. Sable with just the handprints. That was up. cool. I mean, I did that. That was cool. I was, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was more of a fan of Sunny. And you've seen her lately, though. Yes. That, <laughs> old school Sunny when she was managing the Body Donnas. Yeah. That, that, that was good Sunny. Sunny nowadays, she scares and terrifies the show. More like cloudy. Very cloudy. You can't really tell uh, it's fucking her. Yeah. Dude, speaking <laughs> of Sunny, the sunset right now is so fucking yeah, awesome. I can see like oh, the red. A it's bit. amazing. Like right there is the coolest thing in there. Really? Damn it. Damn That's it. cool. Damn it. That's all right. Did you see that uh, no, video no. of those owls that I had in my backyard? I'll I let you in on a little secret. Stop. <laughs> they were remote control owls. Yeah. This guy had the remote. Yeah. <laughs> They're government owls. <laughs> no, it was it was pretty cool. It's like I just walked in here, you know, and I looked over there at that fence around the garden, and fuck, there's just a little one chilling there. And then all of a sudden, here come like more. Couldn't really move. I just like sit there and stare at them. What do they call that? Fucking majestic. Majestic ass fuck. Yeah. <laughs> did you know? Did you know there's a guy with a little dick that sounds like an owl? I'm not familiar with this. <laughs> did you know? You already tried that <laughs> shit. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we can't really. It'd be funny if we could get uh, people to like talk back. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about doing? Pick so up the phone. Time. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, don't have we, to be alone tonight. We yeah, should get a landline. <laughs> yeah. I really like to get a landline. And then people could just like fucking call You can always set up uh, those Google numbers too. That's how I uh, take phone calls on my Twitch streams. Is you just set up the Google Voice. And then when you're uh, running the Twitch stream, since it's over your computer, it streams into the stream. I gotcha. What? Stream into the well, we tried like crossing the stream. It's like two <laughs> flux capacitors at once. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. We've got a short circuit over here. Yeah, it would be cool to have like people uh, calling in. Oh, um, I just thought about something. Um, so oh. I'll do the podcast shout out thing. Oh. Um, the Cast Ascendancy podcast. Uh, husband and wife are out of uh, Mexico. 
And uh, so what I was doing is I did some cross promotion with, uh, with them and everything. So what I did is I just took a clip out of their recent podcast and I figured it'd be kind of cool. You know what I mean? And if anybody else wants, because I'll put it in the show notes and all that stuff, um, they can go check it out. But So they got a shitty review. Um, couldn't really play any more of that, obviously, because there was only a few seconds. But uh, they said that uh, that that's uh, that their podcast is like scripted and shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, who gives a fuck if it is? Yeah, I know. Well, then she like went on saying like, you know. Who the fuck wants to listen to us talk about our daily stuff? Like, hey, why didn't you do the fucking dishes? You know what I mean? Shit like that. But we haven't got a review yet. But if you guys would uh, love to, go ahead and share our page. Yeah, and follow. Yeah. Click that follow yeah, button right there. Fucking yeah. Hey, we actually do have one, but it's for Vanguard oh, High Design. Or that, too. Yeah. Yep. Click like, comment, yeah. share, whatever. All the things. We'd appreciate you. <laughs> and for you know all you crypto nerds, don't ask about any airdrops because it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> These guys don't have any for you either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll just get into the other one. Uh, Jed and Cody with Off the Cuff. Um, I can't remember. I don't think their last podcast was on a Sunday, so I think just. How their schedule works is just like whenever, you know what I mean. Pretty grateful that our fucking schedule works. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it somehow works. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> All right, here's uh, Jed and Cody. That's the end of the clip, but I mean, it's got a pretty solid point. You know what I mean? It's one of the big things about Twitch stream right now is there's, you know, you got those certain people that just hop on there and then boom, they take all the viewers to them. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to see celebrity boobs or do you want to see boobs of somebody you know? Well, maybe or they should have a celebrity only OnlyFans and, yeah. you know, they can. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's not a bad thing. It's the best of both worlds. I mean, you got to pay that celebrity only. Well, you can. I, I believe you can use OnlyFans for other things too. I've read something about that. Oh, as well. it's mainly for exclusive content. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can, but you're a lame one if you do. What if I want to start one? Well, fucking do whatever you gotta do. That'd be weird. You can. Whatever. Check out the stupid shit. Like you can take pictures of your feet and stuff. Yeah. Talk that shit. Which is a lot of weird things. Yeah, very true. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Whatever blows their hair back, right? Yeah, that's right. So you guys check their shows out. Yeah. They'll be on the show notes. Off the cuff. Yeah. Cast is single says. Yeah. Shout out to them guys. Mexico and Minnesota. About the same thing. Yeah. We're Mexico and Minnesota. We're rocking out of Castle. Minnesota cuff. Yeah, we're in Castle Wyoming. Damn it. Is there... <laughs> I wonder if there's like a... <clears throat> be like, people think like we talk different, like accent. Because, you know, when I go to Wisconsin, hey, you can tell big time, you know, just like Minnesota. Yeah. See? I, you, Minnesota. 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 Wow, that's kind of... Yeah. Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, we just like we're lazy is what I hear. We don't like pronunciate all the way like Wyoming. Really? Like getting. Uh, I don't really give two fucks what anybody thinks anymore. You know what I mean? I do. I like I like the way. You know what I mean? 
spelled their wrong, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? You knew what I was talking about. Uh, in my opinion, I think we have like the most generic, but I mean, maybe it's just because I'm from here, but I think uh -huh. we have the most generic accent ever. Like, you, you got some people that got uh -huh. a little bit of a twang, but to me, I have a complete lack of accent. It's mm -hmm. just the most basic English, no twang, no weirdness. Not that, you know, that I have an accent is cool, but just like we're just basic. Like, not that you guys are weird, you guys you are way cooler. Yeah. Basic. And we're talking about that. Actually, Steve said you're basic. Oh, man. I, I tried to tell him, like, dude, don't talk yeah. so. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you um, again for uh, making those little clips for us. Yeah, dude, those um, are way cool. Yep. So if anybody's wondering where those came from, credit goes to that man right there. That's another thing I like to do with my downtime. I uh, thoroughly enjoy messing around with graphic design. Um, and right now I've got a program I can make intro videos, outro videos, any kind of business related, if you're running a stream, if you're running a YouTube, like I can make you a video. It's definitely one of my side hobbies. I certainly enjoy doing stuff like that. Yeah, we can have to talk afterwards. 100%. <laughs> I promise it won't be basic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what are your skills? Yeah. Yeah. I keep trying to put it out and change falls. And... Yeah, I got that from uh, my sister. Shout out to Alicia. Alicia. It's like, it's like old. It's, that thing's old. It's pretty rad. It looks like it came out of a hotel lobby. <laughs> In the red light district. Well, back in like the 70s, right? That shit was like back when they smoked indoors, you know what I mean? Oh, when I went to uh, the pump house the other day, they um, gave me a little tour of the basement. There's like an old whorehouse in there and shit. <laughs> a lot of fucking going on in there. <laughs> but they're just like weird. It was weird, like just weird little rooms. I mean, I've never had a bad time when somebody said, "Do you want to tour my basement?" Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to put the lotion on his skin? <laughs> so then I was thinking of like, is this like one of those legal looking TV things, like where you know, you walk into the room, there's like plastic on the fucking floor? <laughs> well, like you like, never watch that. Like it's, I was young, you know. Dude, those lethal weapons are so good. And Die Hard. I, I've never really gotten to Die Hard very much. Yeah, here. <laughs> That's it. We're getting it. <laughs> <voice. laughs> Fucking done. I don't know, I've got so much ADHD, I can watch a movie, and then two days later, it's brand new to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so really cool. hard for me to keep track of those kind of things anymore. Yeah. I Well, what we was doing there for a while was like I'd watch a movie, and then like I'd just write it down. But it got to the point where fucking I didn't even really remember most of the shit that was in the movie. So, I mean, if it was something big, like the Mortal Kombat, did you watch that yet? Oh, yeah. I was not disappointed. Yeah, I was same. not disappointed at all. Like, the reviews are like, it was cheesy. Like, then you watch it, like, it's perfect. See, and you know, I don't think I ever watched the fucking second one, dude. It was alright, but I mean, this new one just, yeah, to me, yeah. it blew everything out in the water. Yeah, I agree. I mean, anybody that thinks it's cheesy was probably born after. Well, I mean, it is cheesy, bad. and I think yeah. it's meant to be. Well, cheesy in the best purpose. of ways. Like, like yeah, it's like, all like a fine breed. Like, what are you to, expecting? Like, You're not going to get a drop dead Sub-Zero performance. Like, for his job at Sub-Zero. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, dude? No fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really kind of hoping that The Miz gets the Johnny Cage role. I think mm. The Miz would be all the way Ryan Reynolds, role. dude. He's the perfect one, Ryan Reynolds. I never Fantastic. really liked the Miz. Flight would be perfect. I mean, Johnny you know, Cage would be a movie star yeah. douchebag. I, uh, I got a clip. Um, I don't know if I deleted it or not. I showed it to Jake. So when I, I was playing that, um, I, I don't even remember what wrestling game it was, but it was like one of those promo. Or not a, it wasn't a promo. He was like uh, talking in the ring or whatever, but he's like, Everybody, shut up. Remember that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was pretty funny. But then I was like, eh, I better not put that on there. Because I might take it the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, I, I went to a Catholic school growing up. And when I was in school, one of the cool things that happened to us is we had the cast of The Real World come in. Oh, and do oh, a, crazy. 
do some spiels for us. It's better than getting your hair parted by the priest. 100%. I'm not going to talk about my altar boy's experiences. But, uh, <laughs> just thinking it has a voice of an angel, right? I mean, it's just a little Jesus juice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the so Miz. <laughs> There's a button for that too. Yeah. Hold on, star. Follow the star card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sorry. What was uh, the real role? Yeah, the Miz actually ended up coming and talking to the school, but that was when he was still just a, a real world cast member because he was part of the real world before he actually ended up on uh, WWF. See, I did not know that. Yeah, that's how he got famous, was uh, he was one of the original real-world castmates when they were doing that reality show on MTV. Yep, I do yeah. remember OG that. OG one in San Fran. I'm not sure which one he was in. That's the first one. I really wanted Dude, to be on that show when I was a kid. Dude. I didn't. I really wanted to be on Barney when I was little, too. Really? <laughs> that was a huge dream of mine. <laughs> Never happened. Fuck Barney. Sorry. <laughs> the real world, like, I remember, I was like, Hey, I didn't really follow it much, and I was just like, we're getting some real world guys. So, I mean, to me at the time, it was just Mike Zanon. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And then later I see him in wrestling, and I was like, this dude came to our fucking school. Oh, that's pretty cool. What the fuck? That's a cool. Was it, so, was that here then? Yeah, it was uh, here um, over at like St. Anthony's basement in their, uh, their little old get together lounge. Oh, yeah. Kind of came and did a little AMA with us and everything. Weird. Yeah, I'm starting to like. There's a lot of kind of actual cool shit that goes on there. Yeah. That nobody really fucking knows about. You know what I mean? I took Degan up on the hit, or fucking hill, yeah, right? The mountain <laughs> the other day, you know? I don't know. It's just pretty cool. I'm pretty sure he had a good time. Fucking going up on the mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, you guys got any facts to check or anything? Uh, actually, um, the mountain is actually about fact thirty thousand. The mountain is pretty badass. It's about thirty thousand feet above sea level. In fact, I did think Stevie's brakes were gonna start a fire going down that (laughs) bitch. Was that Tyler up there for that uh, uh, bear trap? Sammy Kershaw's bus. It's like, I don't know. How they get them fucking things up and down the mountain is beyond me. I just go, I keep going to go back down and go through the fucking dirt road and come out there. Fucking Clark's Corner, man. I just keep going. That's tough on your brakes. Yeah, Yeah, that way is better than going back down and fucking (laughs) down. Take like three stops on the way down just to cool off a little bit. Sidewalk ends. Shell Silverstein. Uh, the razor. The razor tailed. Warren Hill. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Here, I'll let you take over on that, buddy. Where's it at? Oh, the razor tailed. Yeah. <laughs> the razor tailed Ren Hell pretend he's your friend as he cuts all the grass on your lawn, but. Do not get, do not gain anything. Sticking far out of Swishity, it will be gone. Heck yeah. Thanks for helping me out. What the fuck does this it even mean? I think I it means there's like, a, there's a lot of really back, like backstabbing is what that means. Because a, the razor killed Wren with that. A, a Wren is a real small bird about that big. Really? Yeah, razor tail, so it's like, yeah, you want to pick it up, it's going to cut you. you. He's your friend as it cuts all the grass on the lawn, but do not that Dave give anything sticking far out. Yeah, or swish it, it will be gone. Yeah, what is fucking stupid than someone mm. to backstabbing ass motherfucker just like Roger. I think. Well, next week we'll have another one. That's my analysis. Yeah. Analysis. Yeah. You can't spell analysis without that's anal. Jeez. 
And I you were gonna say stuff was spelled wrong on there. I'm like, I took it around. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking sit here and fucking grade. I thought it was like a poem on Razor Ramon at first or something like yeah. that. Yeah, just throw the toothpick at the end. I, man, he was one of my favorites too, Razor Ramon. Oh yeah, Scott, good old Scott Hall. He was one of the first wrestlers I ever met. I don't know if you got to go to any of the nitros when they came here. They had a nitro and a thunder. No, he was in the South Dakota. Yeah. yeah. South Dakota. I yeah. first moved to Casper in 2010. I, mean, I don't even remember what year this was, but it was my first interaction with a wrestler. My grandmother took me to the hotel. They were over, I want to say, at the Rancota. Mm-hmm. And she ends up driving around with David Flair. Like, David Flair wanted to smoke a cigarette, and he was being bothered. And my grandmother didn't even know who the hell he was. He was like, hey, man, if you want to hop in, it looks like you're cold or whatever. And, so David Flair ends up hopping in the Explorer with my grandmother, and they go drive off to smoke a cigarette. And I think I'm like 10, so my friend Chris and I end up uh, hopping in the elevator to try to see all these wrestlers at the hotel. And it ends up we get on the elevator, and we got Scott Hall and Kurt Hennig. Oh, that's both cool, in the man. elevator. Cool. I met Mr. Perfect. And they were really cool. I just don't remember what Chris said. I just know he ended up saying something to him. They got out of the elevator. They both turned around, stared at us. And Kurt Henning just called my friend a smartass. <laughs> and the doors just kind of shut in like slow motion. And I was like, bro, he just called you a smartass. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. He's like, cool, well, go fight him. Get the fucking body slammed into the pool. Yeah. Of course, Ric Flair, he was at the bar. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. He's looking pretty rough, too. I seen him Woo. doing a commercial the other day. What the fuck was that commercial? I want to say it was like insurance or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> You know, things are a little bit rough. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I well, a little bit more spare golf money. The last time um, I looked, because I really wanted to do like one of those cameo fucking things for our show, you know? Rick Flair's is a former box, dude. Yeah, a cool one, though. Uh, Lillian Garcia. Hers are pretty fairly priced. I got a really cool one from Lillian. It was about $40. I got it for uh, my friend's birthday about two years ago. And. She sang him happy birthday. She was super detailed. Like, wow. She is the coolest person. I really, uh, so I listen to Jim Cornette's podcast. Fucking Outlaw Mud Shows. He's gonna be doing cameos again. But he, like, released when it's gonna be. And I think they're just like, fuck it. They're like, hey, we play your clips, man. Just roast the fuck out of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Outlaw Mud Shows, uh, GCW Game Changer Wrestling is going to be in Laramie over Father's Day weekend. That's going to be, I believe, on Sunday. I want to say the 9th. They're going to be uh, in Laramie, Wyoming. Game Changer Wrestling. It's like Nick Cage and Lance Warner. Hmm. Uh, Moxley ended up showing up on one of the last shows and confronting Gage. I highly doubt we're going to get Moxley here, but it's pretty cool that we're getting GCW in Laramie. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I have fucking no idea about any of that shit. There's so many different organizations yes. right now. Like, really, there's so much to follow. Joe Less County Wrestling. Yeah. G Town. <laughs> there was one I saw the other. What the fuck was it, man? Like all their promos and shit were so, so fucking horrible, man. They like have guns and shit out there and fucking money. Was it Game Changer Wrestling? I'm, I'm not completely sure. There's so many. I mean, that could have yeah. been somebody's backyard organization. Ah, oh, true, yeah. There's Major League Wrestling, we've got Game Changer Wrestling, those are two of the big uh, up-and-comers, I mean, you got Joey Janela was really featured in GCW there for a while. ICP Wrestling. Uh, ICP did the Juggalo Championship Wrestling for a while, and then I think the big guys right now who I would consider big is you've got WWE, you've got AEW, which are kind of doing the head-to-head, kind of like WCW, WWF back in the day, and then you've got New Japan Wrestling, of course, and Ring of Honor. And then Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling's trying to make it come up. I gotta say, I really miss the six-sided ring. They're back to the, the four-sided ring. But mm-hmm. as far as big organizations, I think those are like what the top four or five that we've got right now. But they all do weekly episodic television. So if you're trying to keep track of all that, like good luck maintaining it all. Uh, yeah, so, you know. Uh, okay, so you got the four-sided ring that Octagon is the six-sided. So it's like the six-sided, like you haven't made it yet, you can't afford the other two sides? Or? It was like an impact thing back when they were TNA to kind of like yeah. make it a little bit different. It's a shitty joke. Well, no, I know. It's just, <laughs> they were trying to be different, and then Hulk Hogan came in. And 
I mean, God bless Hulk Hogan, but anything he touches gets a little weird. Um, he came in and bye-bye six-sided ring, back to regular everything else. But hmm. I'm starting, like we were talking earlier, I'm starting to uh, not care for uh, Hulk Hogan very much. He was like one of my favorites back in the day. But It's always fun to watch your childhood heroes deteriorating. Yeah, fuck yeah. Martin Chinetti. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. Rick Hogan's smoking on. Yeah. And then Hulk Hogan was dating somebody that was resembled his daughter almost. Yeah, like, he was And that was when I was just like, what are you, what are you doing, man? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, it's fucking... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you... Here's a question for you, man. Do you think if Hulk Hogan was never around that, uh, like, wrestling went I mean, Hulk Hogan, yeah, like he was, he was a really big part of, I think, where we're at right now. I mean, he definitely carried the flag for many, many years. And I mean, yeah. he's still referenced to this day. You think about wrestling, and like 90% of the people are going to think about Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I mean, he was on lunch boxes. Yeah, he's a big person. He, was, he really yeah. was. I mean, yeah, you definitely got to give him well, a fucking pink wrestling It's hard to say baseball, Babe Ruth, and then football, I don't know. I guess you'd say Tom Brady. Right. Well, that's where I'm at. It's like, I don't really follow, I guess, football or basketball or anything else. But yeah, I've followed basketball. And Michael Jordan, basketball. Right. Boxing, fucking tights. Yeah. You know, or Ollie. Yeah. I mean, nowadays you think like John Cena or Roman Reigns, but. Yeah. I haven't even seen that. Well, I don't really. Yeah, you can't see the John Cena documentary. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> that hey. slap button's getting hard. <laughs> yeah. Did his part, hopped in there, and you know, really got yeah. things going at that WrestleMania. So. Yeah, and I can't remember. We we watched it. I won't spoil it too much, but uh, was it Ultimate Warrior that fucking only got beat one time, or was it Hogan? Hogan. It was Hogan. Yeah, he only got beat one fucking time, and it was by the Ultimate Warrior, I guess. Like back when he was starting, I'm sure he got yeah. Yeah, definitely beat later, but yeah. Yeah, no, that was yeah. in his title run when mm -hmm. Hogan was coming up or whatnot. Yeah. Hogan let him beat him, you know, for passing on, which didn't really work out, apparently. But weird, cool, crazy. I guess, real quick before we get to the end of this, I got a really good wrestling question for you. What's up? Do you think the Undertaker's streak should have ended? And do you like, think Brock Lesnar was the right choice? Well, to be honest with you, I don't really watch it that much anymore. But are you talking about like after he like got retired, then he like had to lose his title? I guess. Well, or? for the longest time, Undertaker, uh, he was like he won, he went like twenty and zero, if not twenty one and zero at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah, and so right. he was beat by Brock Lesnar there. And no, I think that's street. pretty, pretty, uh, pretty lame, honestly. I mean. Brock Lesnar's from fucking South Dakota, you know what I mean? So it's hard to like talk shit about like well, somebody that's from your home state. But, yeah, he's already a BC, I mean, BC yeah, dude. That was he was already over. Like, did he really need that? I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, that's almost like that fucking Bret Hart thing too, where they like fucked him. You know what I mean? Bret and Shawn back in the day. Yeah, well, it was. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Sean, like, he was supposed to reverse the sharpshooter, and so yeah. while Sean had him, the sharpshooter, they took that as advantage to call the match, and boom. Yeah. Montreal screw job. Still 50-50 if it was real, but, like, a lot of it was. Oh, like, the yeah. Same and whatnot, yeah. Of course, but. There was one where, uh, I don't remember which Mankind book it was, because that fucker uh, did a couple, but when I was in prison, it came about one of them, and uh, there was a match where he was um, going against The Rock, and I believe it was with 
Well, mankind was supposed to win, but the rock just constantly kept beating the shit out of him. And mankind was like, hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. You know, and he just fucking kept going. So, that fuck the rock. Sure. <laughs> Do you smell my Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What do we do? We got any comments? Anything? Did we got anybody say anything? Uh, Chad said, "Fuck Jeff Dunham." Yep. Hashtag Fuck Jeff Dunham. Good job, buddy. Thanks for that comment, Chad. But really, not. No. no. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks Are for coming on, man. Yeah. Huh? We're yeah. sitting in an hour already. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. That's badass. Well, hey. Uh, thanks for being here, man. Hundred percent. I'm very introverted, so this is really the first podcast. Well, live good job, man. Congrats. So, uh, I don't remember if I was telling you or not, but anyway, fucking. Have you noticed, like, uh, shout out to John, that dude. I remember the first time he was on the show. Like, yeah. he really didn't say very much. You know what I mean? Same kind of situation, I believe. But uh, after the next, I mean, he just grew. You know what I mean? It was just like, eh, up to shit. You know yeah. what I mean? He's so, fucking doing cartwheels. <laughs> cartwheels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely helped me get out of my shell a little bit, guys. Yeah, that's awesome. I really do appreciate yeah. it. Well, yeah, that's what we like to do here is tell people. Yeah, it's We're not like you're in front of a live studio audience or anything like that. No. So. No, but yeah, check us out on uh, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, all that good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Follow up again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vayner Good Design. Go check that stuff out. Oh, yes, a Com Com. The Com. The 26. It would be kind of cool if we just like, have somebody work there. Like, hey, just fucking sit here and sell these paintings. <laughs> just paint them. Yeah, we're going to the lake. Get a bum. Yeah. Who's looking for a job? He wants to make <laughs> like nothing. Yeah. Just sit here and yeah. Table. Yeah. But hey, the cool thing is, is you're surrounded by a bunch of cool art. Yeah. Do you want some koozies? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's another thing. We'll have some. Uh, we'll have a little bit of merch there too. So it's be pretty cool. There's a design that I was working on today. Yeah. Begging there. Turned out pretty sweet. Just have to put it on the t-shirt. But that, that might be the one. That might be the one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Anyway, yeah, if you want to hit the button, dude. You want to hit the button, my man? Forget about it. Yeah, thanks for, uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you.